Hey y'all, welcome to Date Card Pod. I'm Jenna. And I'm Danica, and you guys are in for a huge treat this week because we have vowed to not talk about how fucking tired we are, Um, and instead we want to talk to you about our dietary and stomach issues. So how many times have you thrown up or shit your pants today? Um, I have pooped my pants, well, I pooped, pooped in a toilet, but almost in my pants at least like five times today. Um, I had to, like, delay our recording because I was like, Danica, I'm doing hot girl shit right now. (laughs) Um, shitting. And I understand that as as an IBS haver. Um, I'm not going to continue to complain about it because I don't want to be just, like, the gross girls only two episodes after Chatty Broads. So we'll give them a build-up to our our dietary issues. But you're in for a treat when we finally get to the good stuff. (laughs) Um, and also I lied. I am going to complain about how I'm tired. I decided to, like, take a few days off, like, right after Christmas. So I would have, like, a full week off from basically, like, Christmas Eve until January 4th. And I was like, I'm going to come back to work, like, so rejuvenated and so fucking, like, ready to, like, kick ass this next year. And then I realized that The Bachelor starts on January 4th. And I was like, oh, so I'm going from vacation to everything all on the same day. (laughs) I don't make good choices, and I don't have any more PTO, so. (laughs) That's, um, that's so tragic. I I feel so bad, but it's, I, uh, y'all. I truly am not going to talk to you for a week. (laughs) It's my fault, too, I could tell. I mean, no, it's like, I don't know why they just couldn't delay it by, like, a couple weeks. Like, it would have been fine. You shave off a couple weeks now, and that means we have maybe, like, two weeks less between that and the next season it's all works out in the wash like i can't they are not get not giving us any time and the other thing too is that they're gonna have like maybe two weeks after joe biden gets elected so they're not gonna be able to have an episode that week anyway like why not just wait until after yeah yeah I mean, is this the if, start of the coup? <laughs> if they didn't care about not airing an episode during the election week, then they to not give a fuck about airing an episode during <laughs> the fucking inauguration. So, I mean, we just have so much shit to care about that this is them trying to exhaust us once again. They're trying to get... That's the thing, Danica. They're trying to silence us. If you've been watching the Instagram today, people was like, it, I, we're getting shadow banned, y'all. <laughs> Or, or, or Jenna hasn't updated her phone yet, but I think the sexier option is that we're being silenced Mm -hmm. and it's okay with me a little bit because if I look at the Instagram for one more second, I'll die. Um, (laughs) But it's, I know it's not good for Jenna. Like what is good for my mental health is not good for Jenna's mental health. So like... There are some weeks when I'm like, yeah, I absolutely want to be a part of the Instagram discourse, TM, TM, TM. And then sometimes, uh, absolutely not. I, I will explode. Yeah. <laughs> that was a But, sweet. like, and taking that, taking that away from you would be bad. Is an act of violence. Truly. I, um, I think I had, like, a panic attack today when I, like, even just thought <laughs> that the fact that we might have been, like, shadow banned, I, I was like, I can't. Like, I can't. And I had, like, a couple people DM us, like, coaching me through this. They were like, hey, I think for a couple days you just need to slow down your, like, actions on the account. Like, let's 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 walk you through this, Jenna. It's going to be okay. Oh, and no. to those people, I say thank you. <laughs> but also, if Jenna slows down, 
She's a Virgo, you guys. She doesn't slow down. I can't. No. I fucking can't. You just, I think you need to start another podcast. <laughs> you can start one with Andrew. Oh, yes. Man, I do not know what you would talk about. You? Yes. I would love that. <laughs> you, you two can just talk about me and Kat. <laughs> Andrew would love that, too. I think you guys would talk about Kat more, I think. Because <laughs> he really likes Andrew her. loves Kat. Yeah, she's great. <laughs> we'll call it Dana Cat the podcast. <laughs> it's just us talking about you guys in, yeah. like, nice ways. Like, we'll, like, maybe talk a little bit about this or that. But we're, like, for the most part, I just, like, I really like the way she wore her hair this week. Um... Yeah. That won't be said about me. I, <laughs> I'm in depression week. <laughs> um, Lord. <clears throat> all right. Should we get into it? We got a lot to cover. We do. Oh, yeah, because they torture us this week. I was going to briefly mention the Bachelor Nation happenings. Um, they're it was kind of a slow week, more or less. Um, but I will say in our continued coverage of All Men We Used to Love Our Trash, Part 21, um, <laughs> Tyler C. is coming out with a male feminist book which is great, um, despite him going on the record saying that he doesn't think women should have body hair. That's super awesome. Can't wait to get no, ghosted by a man who reads his more. book. Less <laughs> is more. Less is more. Yeah, he didn't say I had to, like, have a bear pussy, but... <sighs> but as a person who doesn't know what to do with their pubes, that made me feel Fair. so insecure. Yeah. But maybe maybe we'll buy his book, and maybe in chapter, like, 10, he'll all talk about how a woman should have their pubes, preferably. Yeah. To men. Yeah. <laughs> Danica's face like, okay, well, I'm going to buy it now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm listening. <laughs> I'm listening. Also, in continued uh, men we used to love are now trash. Um, Nick Vial, who I'm going to now call Ick Vial. Uh, shout out to Susan in the DMs. Thank you for that nickname. Um, Can I add one edit? <laughs> yes. I think it should be called Ick Vial. Just Ooh. like, don't, don't pronounce the... I all part. It's just Nick Vile. <laughs> Nick v- Ick Vile. Oh yeah. Um Ick Ick Vile, yes. Um he uh was um basically revealed uh to be exactly who we thought he was, uh which is fake. Um Rochelle, his old producer who we had on um his podcast, uh she has her own bachelor podcast because there aren't enough bachelor podcasts. No, hers is great. Um she has a co-host and it's called uh, can I walk you out? And um, I've been hearing really great reviews about it. And on it, she's been kind of documenting at little tea times, like little things about Nick, but nothing to whatever. But I guess she has mentioned that he more or less fired her at the beginning of the pandemic. I don't know the reasons, but that's not a great look. Um, she was like the best part of that show, to be honest. Yeah, I really liked her. I used to listen to the Ick Vile Files, but... <laughs> Yeah, I think there was a stark contrast when she left. Like, it was like there yeah. was nobody, like, sort of there to hold him accountable anymore. And I'm not yes. saying this new producer is bad, but I'm actually, I'm saying that. Um, <laughs> she's just, she is, like, on board with how problematic he is and is equally as problematic, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I don't want to talk about Reality Steve ever again, but, like, that... <laughs> That episode where, you know, Nick got called out for just, like, dogging on this man who, like, again, I'm back and forth. Two things can be true. Nuance exists. I'll say it all over and over again. But, like, yeah. the way they, like, treated him felt really disrespectful at the time. And she was just, like, dogpiling on it. Yeah. And 
again, this is just to say, I don't super appreciate Reality Steve either, but that just felt <laughs> naughty. <laughs> And it's like, there's another example of him probably feeding his ego in a lot of ways with the person who he hired to replace Mm her, um, Rochelle. And so Rochelle says in this podcast um, that when she had her Bachelor musical, it was interviewed by like a local paper, I think maybe the Los Angeles Times or something. And it said they interviewed her and they talked about um, how... Their musical actually calls for more diversity in the franchise and, like, makes fun of the fact that the franchise is very white and hasn't had a black lead and all these different things. And Nick asked her to have the reporter remove it from the interview because he didn't want to be associated with the fact that they were talking about diversity and how the show needed to be better about it. Um... And this was, mind you, before the Bachelor Diversity campaign came out, like, well before. It was, like, last year. So, basically, what it sums up to is that he didn't want to be a part or even associated to any discussion about the show becoming better in its diversity um, until it was cool. Because when the Bachelor Diversity campaign came out, he eventually got on board with that and signed it, promoted it. I was going to say, too, like, he had... Rachel on his season, like, he knew that that was a problem. Yeah. And he's been, like, fake woke this whole time, apparently. But also, it's incredibly unethical, I feel like, for your employer to ask you to, like, take out something that has nothing to do with him at all. Yeah. Like, you can fully disclose, like, my words are my own, like, my, like, my, like... These are not a part of Nick's, you know... Yeah, I mean, like, and it's fully fine for him to answer, like, I support her and her you know, work outside of what she does for me, but I'm not on board with this. But he just, like, did the sneaky thing mm-hmm. instead. And that's really disgusting. It really is. Um, she says that he also wouldn't sign the Batch Diversity campaign until he got approval from the show, which also From, like, seemed... the Bachelor franchise? Yeah, from the Bachelor franchise. Okay. Which I don't like that either. And then finally was quoting him as to say that the Bachelor shouldn't enact change. It should only react to what people want. Which is a bullshit statement on multiple levels. But also I'm like, well, then react to what we want. We've been asking for Mm -hmm. more diversity for years. Yeah, that's already what they're... That's not any different than what they're doing. Yeah. Like, and they're not doing it well now either. No. (laughs) Cool. Cool, Ick. Ick. I'm sorry for the... I'm sorry for the birthday present I got you that one time. <laughs> it's inappropriate now. <laughs> hey, I still watch it when I masturbate. That's fine. Yeah. We're we're allowed to think he's a hot problematic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. definition of, like, a problematic fave, maybe, but just we're not mm-hmm. going to pay attention to him anymore. Mm-hmm. 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 But we have, to pay, we have to pay attention to fucking two hours of this television show. Which turned into... <laughs> Four hours? It was four hours this week, so this is, like, the back-to-back, um, I don't even, Men Tell All plus, um, Hometowns, which is a lot. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's so much. As a person who, like, generally takes notes every single week, I was like, oh my fucking god, what are we gonna do here? Yeah. We compromised a little bit. I yeah. tend to be a little bit more thorough than I need to be, and that's my right as a control freak, but um, <laughs> Jenna was like, Jenna, before she left my house last night, seeing how, like, tired and, like, sick, I, like, I had a migraine yesterday where I was just, like, not even talking throughout the show. I think I said one thing at the very end, which was, like, 
you sweet dumbass to Bennett. <laughs> and that was like the only thing I said the whole show. Or not Bennett, you. To Ben. Ben. To ben. ben. You. <laughs> Delete. Erase. <laughs> ben. Um, but we're gonna, since we did an Instagram live this week, which like, mm-hmm. let us know if you guys like that or not. Um, just like slide into our DMs. Um, cause we had fun doing it, mm-hmm. but we don't know if that's like reciprocated. Um, but we're just going to do, a, like, a shortened version of the mental all because it needs way less of a recap anyway. Yeah. Um, and then we're going to get, like, dig in deep to the hometown since we haven't already talked about it on the podcast. And I also think if we can figure out how to, we're going to put Thank the... It. We're going to link the Instagram live in our show notes so that mm-hmm. those of you who didn't get to watch it or maybe you don't have Instagram but want to just watch it anyway can mm-hmm. access it if you'd like to. Uh, so it starts off with, uh, we we kept talking about how nice the last couple weeks have been, and it starts off the worst. Um, <laughs> Father Harrison is back. Um, nobody asked for this, and aren't there already enough terrible men? There's like eight of them left, and all of a sudden we have nine now. No. Um, I think, Tasha, you should send this man home. Please. <laughs> and run the show yourself. Um, <laughs> So, before we get to the men tell-all, last week ended up with Blake getting a one-on-one date, but we didn't actually see that date. Mm -hmm. Um, So, they get to go on a, like, maybe the shortest one-on-one date of all time. Ever. It was, like, 20 minutes and everyone was uncomfortable except for Blake. (laughs) Um, Despite the fact that he had a full-blown boner in the middle of it. Like, okay. Okay, No, that means he was having, he was very comfortable. That's why he didn't understand him going home, I guess. Um, (laughs) Gotten ahead of myself here. But in essence, they go on, like, sort of this, like, Gwyneth Paltrow, like, goopy kind of date with a woman named Gita, who looks like um, a Nordic murderer a la Midsummer. Um, and I respect her for that. Yes. <laughs> so, Gita senses that Tasha's heart chakra is cautious and not feeling super confident about this relationship. Wonder where she got that information. Yeah. Uh... Doesn't sound like a producer plant at all. Um, but I mean, she couldn't have known that, like, Blake was that horny that he would get a fucking boner from her, like, hanging that little crystal over his peeper. Um... <laughs> They do some, like, tantric breathing exercises, um, and then it's, like, an ITM immediately where Tasha has a feeling that Blake isn't her guy, mm-hmm. and he, or she, sends him home. Yeah. Thank God. <laughs> Please. <laughs> it was, it was, like, I was excited the whole time. I was, like, this is amazing. Yeah. I love every element of this day, because I just knew, like, we were texting each other, like, the music is sad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's looking at his boner in a weird way. This is amazing. She's going to send him home. And then she does. Oh, bless her. <laughs> I love how people don't listen to science, but they're like, oh, chakra penis? That's pretty tight. <laughs> Seems legit. <sighs> um, unfortunately, this, like, high that I was on is immediately followed by a deep, deep low. Because very shortly after, Tasha has a change of outfit and a change of heart, I suppose, and goes to speak to Riley. Um, we talked this, about this a little bit last week um, and how we just, like, got this this vibe that he was going to go home, that there was, like, a platonic energy between them versus a romantic. Um, her response to his um, trauma was beautiful and everything was great and he's wonderful. But 
it just didn't feel like it was there was any sparks, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it definitely had a lot of uh, that like Hannah B and Mike Johnson flavor to it. Like he was also doing nothing wrong. He opened up about his traumas. She was loving it. She was engaged with him. Like she was. En- they're engaged. It's almost as if like when they're not engaged with the person. It's almost like they love them, you know? But if they're, mm-hmm. like, really looking them in the eyes and talking and having full sentences, that's when you know it's, like, not going well. Yeah. In my opinion. <laughs> yeah. And Tasha, I feel like, is very expressive when she's, like, super into somebody. Like, she definitely does, like, that giggle smile that I think mm-hmm. is so cute and wonderful about her. But it more felt like, you know, it, it felt just very friendly last week. And that was tragic, but you can definitely see it happen <laughs> as it's going on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Tasha says, hometowns are next week, and I know how much family means to you, and I don't want to put you in the position if my heart isn't 100% matching yours, and I just don't want to lead you on. Um, Riley is stunned and frustrated. He says a couple times, he's like, I don't get it. What am I missing? What am I missing? Um, why keep me around for so long? And it's just, I mean, buddy. That's how the show works. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, I, I... I would yeah. agree that I would be frustrated if there wasn't, like, a feeling there. Like, the thing is, like, these guys are getting, like, validation every time they get a rose that they're, like, doing something right. And mm-hmm. so they maybe feel more, like, more so than Tasha does. Like, what the... Mm-hmm. Like, they're not sure of the future, whereas she kind of already has a plan, I guess. Yeah. Um. So, like, every time they get something, they think they're on the same, like, playing field as everybody else. Especially because, like, a lot of the times, especially now, they're hanging out, like, one-on-one or in smaller groups. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't really know what's going on with, like, all of these other guys who have had one-on-ones. And I think Riley hadn't had a one-on-one no. yet. No. So, like, he really didn't know... Like, where she stood, like, whatsoever. And so, yeah, it's just unfortunate. Um, But, again, it's also how the show works. And for some reason, the pacing was so weird that we had to get rid of fucking four people in one night. And they haven't even... I don't think they've eliminated a single person since Claire left. Like, what happened to all those people? I don't know. Um... I don't remember any of their names anymore. Um, so as far as I'm concerned, they don't exist and they were toxic. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's sad because Riley and Blake never get their stuff back. <laughs> and you may be able to find some very valuable beard combs if you have the chance to poke around at La Quinta Lost and Found. Um, please, someone sell them online. <laughs> please. So I can get something for Jennifer Christmas this year. Right? <laughs> Oh my god. Oh, so after this, just as everyone is starting to sort of accept, it's like very mournful because I feel like all these guys really like each other aside Mm -hmm. from, you know, Bennett who got eliminated. That seemed like the last point of drama Mm -hmm. in the whole group. And um, so just as everyone is starting to like sort of like mourn Blake and mourn Riley and be like, oh, this is feeling really real now, like, are like brotherhood is going home yeah um lavender bad boy harvard comes out (laughs) with the least amount of socks i've ever seen on this season (laughs) and he's just like you guys look like you've seen a ghost oh god um and i really wanted him to stick around because one of the next dates could have been to find the one gun in this resort and just do us all a solid like (laughs) 
this man sucks. I He makes me feel murder in my heart, and I don't feel that way that often. No, truly. I, it's been a rare moment that we feel just, like, utter, like, disdain for somebody who's Mm-mm. we've seen only a handful of times, because we're not seeing anything in the season. Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm. It's his Instagram presence, to be honest, that really... It's barfy, it's hack, it's pretentious, it's, like, so contrived. It's, like, very MAGA Ann, you know? And Cute. he's just, like, kind of blankly smiling at the camera and this like, this is candid or cool, I don't really know. And then he uses, like, the browner emojis when he's a white man. Yeah. So, yeah, no, it's that? not okay. Anyway, he should, he should die. <laughs> um, so, then my favorite part of the episode happens. Yeah, it's beautiful. Um, He was like, how much did you guys hate on me while I was gone? And he tries to give Zach, like, a friendly shoulder pat. And Zach just, like, fully snaps. And he's like, what are you putting your hand on me for? Amazing. Cinematic masterpiece. (laughs) I would give them an Oscar. I haven't seen a single movie this year. (laughs) Um, But this was was erotic film. Who even needs Pornhub anymore? Like, Pornhub was problematic already. I get that there's, like, very nuanced conversations happening around that, but I have never come harder than when Zach was like, get your fucking hand off me. Don't touch me. (laughs) Um, So, like, that it sort of informs the group that he confessed his love for Tisha, and then he's like, oh, yeah, the next day I received a note saying that my words meant a lot and she'd like to see me at the rose ceremony, which Mm -hmm. I feel like... If I'm being honest, is a clue for Ben, like a little Easter egg, that he needs to step up a little bit. Fair. Fair. Like, he knows that Bennett's doing it. He knows that Bennett also goes home. (laughs) So, like... (laughs) Come on, my guy. (sighs) Oh, my God. I also totally don't think this note was written by Taisha. It was definitely written by the producers. (laughs) Like, she didn't... No. She she doesn't have time. She doesn't have time. She only had one tissue on her whole desk. What's she going to write on? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Claire took all the notebooks with her. Um, (laughs) That fucking live, laugh, love bitch. Oh, (laughs) you funny bitch. You fucking funny bitch. Uh, Luckily, his happy boasting canton won't last for long because Taisha cancels the rose ceremony. Thank God. Mm -hmm. Um, Fucking, she's a beautiful angel baby. Um, And Bennett and Noah go home. Yes. Ah, yes, queens. Uh, but, unfortunately, this definitely means that they're probably going to go to Bar- a Bachelor in Paradise and we get to hate watch them for all eternity, and I hate it so much. I feel like it's going to be the next, like, chicken Jordan thing. Yeah. And I don't know who's going to be the one that's doing the David portion of it, because they both seem just as insufferable and bitter. Yes! And, like... David was so annoying for so many reasons, but he was just there to egg on Jordan. Like, he knew nobody was there for him. And I'm just, like, seriously curious if anybody, like, in Bachelor Nation is legitimately going after this scarf-wearing bitch. Like, my hope hope is that the women from Matt's season and whatever women they bring from Peter's season kind of, like, have a group chat going and they've seen all the discourse online and I'll make it my mission to make sure they see the discourse online mm-hmm. and that they all make a plan to just kind of fuck with him like they did with Blake last season and oh, just kind yeah. of bat him around a little bit and then they send him home. Well, they're never going to figure it out if, if we got shadow banned. Thank so you. We have so. to contact the federal government <laughs> and address this issue. <laughs> 
<laughs> what is Joe Biden going to do about us getting shadow banned? Nothing. <laughs> He's a fucking <laughs> too liberal coward. <laughs> Are we turning a heel and we're not going to be liberal anymore? I love this. Uh, I've been waiting to stop being liberal. This <laughs> This has been a really hard four months. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to become a Mega Ann Stan account. We're going to stop no. talking about Biden. It's going to be great. Uh, I can't wait to stop talking about Biden, but I also can't wait to stop talking about Trump and Mega Ann either. Okay, fair. Um, but anyway, we have to now we have a final four. The final four. And they are literally the sweetest final four we've ever had in existence. We have been. To... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, we have Ben, Ivan, Zach, and Tiny Head. And Tiny Head. I was trying to think of maybe a more iconic Final Four, and I really couldn't think of one, except for maybe on Caitlyn's season. Like, I think Caitlyn had some really good dudes. Like, I could live without Jared, but he's mm-hmm. a nice person. Like, he's mm-hmm. likable. Yeah. Oh, yeah, her, her top four was pretty nice. It had Ick vile there but we loved him at the time mm-hmm. um i'm seeing that rachel's final four were pretty good if i remember correctly it was peter brian eric and i can't remember the fourth but i don't feel like they were problematic probably oh no because I, I would remember it if it was i feel like i feel um, like peter edges on icky but i don't think we've ever gotten full proof that he's no, a little gross it's and a, also, that one's a weird one yeah if we turn against Peter, no one will listen to us. Anymore. No, we have to. Yeah, we're okay. We like him anyway. He's fine. <laughs> yes, honey. Um. So, uh, yeah, we have the shortest men tell all of recent memory, which Jenna and I are super here for. I think I like it a little bit more than you do. Yeah. But again, I really only like the women tell alls because they know how to hurt people better. <laughs> I've said this out. Women are just better at everything, really. Um, (laughs) There's a lot of memorable moments, but again, we recap them on the IG Live. So if you want to hear a little bit more, um, you can see our thoughts on there. Um, Also, you can see my my fiancé say something to the effect of, like, Brendan has a giant hog, and he can just tell. I don't think he's wrong, but I don't know why he hasn't shared this with me before. Yeah, he felt like that was a good thing to say on our live, and I'm here for it, to be honest. I'm, yeah, we're all here for it. We're all mm-hmm. this horny. Mm-hmm. Um, so we get to see Ed's use of one-liners continue to grow and flourish. He now has about 8,000 Instagram followers. Yeah. That's amazing. He's getting yeah. close. I love this for him. I love I this love growth. Him. I love we- him getting Botox, and I love him getting obvious work done, and I love him growing like this. Okay, so Descarpod has, like, the same amount of followers as him at this point. So, y'all, if he gets to 10,000 before we do, I'm going to be a little sad, but also proud of him. But can we do a campaign to get Descarpod to 10,000? I really need a swipe up feature. But anyway. Um, I think Jenna is going to abuse this feature, so I'm not going to be a part of it. Okay, fine. But Just anyway, kidding. tag your friends, tag, tag your mom. Make sure everyone follows us, please, because <laughs> I really need to get to 10,000. And we're so close. We're, like, uh, almost to 9,000. So mm-hmm. let's do it. We'll get there. Um, Kenny gets eaten alive for being wrong by taking Bennett's side. Like, can you imagine watching this <laughs> season and being on Bennett's side at any point? Unless you're, like, a horny suburban. Like, uh, 
<laughs> he is roasted by Noah as being the One Direction party boy manager wearing camo with your star tattoos. And I was like, yes, King, that's all you really need to say. That's the only time I will ever refer to you as King, and I am ashamed of it. Um, I would have personally added ugly and tactless to the mix, but that's just me and my opinion. Um... We find out a little bit more about Blake's penis, uh, who Greta has announced. Wait, what? I said great. Oh, great. Yeah. (laughs) Greta has announced it as beautiful. And then Chris says, Canadians rise to the occasion. And I was like, okay, you're allowed to be around for a little bit. Okay. That's that's how we do it here at Daycare Party. You say one really good bitchy thing, and we allow you to live for another week. One more. One more week. (laughs) Until I find the gun at La Quinta. (laughs) Sorry, it's so funny. <clears throat> we are terrible. Please cancel us. Um, we're waiting. Oh, God. And now the worst part of the night is when they bring out Yosef, which is like, we did not really need that. We'd already forgotten about him. No one would have remembered him if they just had gone on the night without him. Um, so, yeah, it is bold of him to come back, though, considering that he left in part because he was worried about spending time with his daughter. Um, <laughs> but it's nice that every dude fucking hates him. And just to, like, expand on that a little bit more, it's also, like, I think we feel that it's pretty gross that Claire wasn't allowed to come back, yes, given yes. that, like, Yosef had nothing to do with Tasha's season whatsoever, yes. and, like, all of this conversation had to do with something that he did to Claire, mm-hmm. and I'm not sure if it was, like, a travel-related thing that they weren't allowed to come back, or... She was just getting boned down, and she did, could could not be bothered. You know what? If I was getting boned down by that man, I would never come back. Mm-hmm. I don't think yeah. I would ever speak again. Yeah. I mean, she tweeted that she wished she could have been there, but I think that's, like, how she feels now when she saw the episode. But when mm-hmm. they filmed it, like, a month ago, she was like, no, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I think that could be true, too. And, I mean, mm-hmm. I... Like, let her have her happiness and her peace. She doesn't need to be involved with, like, some guy that she met twice who's a huge fucking misogynist and, like, definitely Mm -hmm. just the wrong. Mm -hmm. He's definitely in the wrong. And, like, I saw one of the accounts that we follow on Date Card, like, gives, like, stats after every episode, like, how many more followers they get Mm -hmm. each episode. And I think, if I remember right, Yosef got the least. Yes. And, like, the only people defending him are the exactly people that you'd think would be defending him. Just, like... So, yeah, like, they they go back and forth. Yosef's, like, he doesn't regret sticking up for the guys. Sir, no one asked you. And literally all of them are just like, we don't appreciate this and you were wrong. (laughs) Um, And also he wasn't involved. Like, Mm -hmm. he wasn't a part of the date at all. Um, And again, he's just yelling and screaming at her. And even if he disagrees... His... His, the way he went about it was really, really toxic. And mm-hmm. we've, we said that back then. We said uh, the other night, if he had been, like, alone with her, I don't know what would happen. Like, it did not read as a... No, and even around these other guys, he has, like, permanent, like... Like, he's clenching his jaw face, yeah. which, like, yeah. really scares me. It's, he, yeah. he just looks like he's the type of person that would, like like, throw a plate in your house and then argue that that's not domestic violence. Yeah. What it is. Like, that's a threatening behavior. Yeah. He scares the shit out of me, and I'm glad that 
most of the rational Bachelor fans mm-hmm. seem to be on the same page as we are. Mm-hmm. Also, like, Harrison... I'm... <laughs> Harrison is a person we're very critical of all the time, but he will hop in once in a while when he mm. knows that 70 to 80% of the viewers are with him. <laughs> Which, I mean, like, I can even appreciate that. Like, no, for sure. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> the bar <laughs> is on the ground, but yeah. I can even appreciate him saying, like, when you watch that, you're like, that's cool. I would never mind anyone talking to my daughter like that. Um, but Yosef still just, like, refuses to own up to his asshole behavior. Um, He's like, if my daughter did something like that, I would hope someone would call her out. And I'm just like, I would hope that if someone were related to you in any way, shape, or form, they would also call you out. Mm -hmm. Um, And also, why are you talking about calling your daughter out? Isn't she, like, six? Grow up. What is, like, that's so gross. Yeah, it was like he really doubled, tripled, and, like, quadrupled down on all of that. People have been being like, you're not fit to parent this young girl. And then now he's like, yeah, I hope somebody would call her out. I was like, God, that's so fucking gross. <sighs> no respect. Ugh. He's well, no longer with his, like, former partner, right? No. Mm. Surprising. Cool. Yeah, shocking. Mm-hmm. Anyway, bye, Yosef. Bye. Bye. Congrats, Claire, for getting plowed. Yep. <laughs> Don't want to let that go. <laughs> Now it's on to hometowns. Oh, we, um, love, we love a hometown. We love a hometown week. Um, it's usually good we get to see some silly parents and silly things. Um, this was like a little more of a subdued one, obviously, because we're um, stuck at a resort in Palm Springs. <laughs> but we were wondering for a while whether it would be like a Zoom conversation mm-hmm. or whether they were going to quarantine people and have them come out. Mm-hmm. And we learned this week that some of the people... That these um, these men were closest to got to come out. Some yeah. of them, I feel like, should not have come out. <laughs> and some of them, it makes a lot of sense why they didn't come out. <laughs> but overall, it's, like, really wholesome and cute. Yeah. Um, it's 8,000 degrees at La Quinta this week. <laughs> so I truly don't understand some of these dates, but... <laughs> Uh, go off, y'all. Do you want to start with Brendan's? Yeah, so let's go to Brendan's. Um, it's day one. Um, the relatives that are on site at La Quinta are his older brother, Daniel, his sister-in-law, Christy, and his niece, Aaliyah. Aaliyah? I think it's Aaliyah. Yeah. Um, which is, she's so cute. Oh, I love it. Um, we basically learned when, like, Chris Harrison's, like, telling him who his family is, like, in town. We learned for the first time that I can even remember that um, Brendan's dad is dead, which, you know, you know me. That gives me a hard on immediately. I'm like, I love a dead parent. Because <laughs> um, my parents are dead. If people, oh, God, people have not listened to, like, all of our episodes. They don't know that. Anyway, Jim's yeah, parents are dead. Yeah, it gives me a hard on that his parents are dead. Oh, we love to see it. <clears throat> they love to see it. Um, but yeah, it's like the first I remember of it. Um, and he says that his brother Daniel is the closest thing to a father that he's had and that he's truly honored that he's here and that he's like the most important person in his life. And Mm -hmm. it's so sweet. And I start crying, basically. And I was like, "Uh uh-oh, this is not going to go well. Um, yeah, when we say Jenna has a heart on, it means she has cried. (laughs) I just started crying. And in secret. Um. (laughs) Oh my God. We, we somehow forgot where... 
Tiny Head's from, and so it was really kind of confusing that he suddenly puts together this, like, small-town street fair situation, but I was like, we're like, but where? Like, where? Um, I found out it's from Massachusetts. He's from some town called Milford, Massachusetts. Um, Awesome. Beautiful. And, um, yeah, they do carnival games, a bouncy house, there's a toy house, horses that he and Tasha rode. (laughs) So... For, for long-time listeners of the pod, um, you might know about my situation with the red Crayola crayon, <laughs> um, or the previous white Crayola crayon. Crayola, Jesus. Um, <laughs> so, I had this, like, I'm just gonna say it, because mm-hmm. I don't want people have to have to deep dive into what may have been one of our weaker seasons. Yes. Um, I don't want any more bad sound reviews. Um... But I had this, like, Crayola crayon, like, piggy bank that's, like, three feet tall when I was a kid. And when I first, like, learned that touching your clit to stuff felt good, that is Mm -hmm. just, I would just, like, rub on it. It was my favorite thing. Um, And then Andrew last year at some (laughs) point was just, like, wasted at this, like, place and I think it was a house party. It was like somebody's house. It was at like a, a retro gaming bar. Oh, right, right. And he found this like red crayon and just took it. And then he told me, he had like sent me pictures of it that night. I was like, oh my God, you didn't. And he was like, no, I lost it. I don't know what I did with it. I was too wasted. And then he gave it to me like for Christmas or something, like a few weeks later. It was great. And that's been a fun masturbation story for me ever since but like these like <laughs> these like weird like horses that you just like literally are just like back and forth on like i want one now <laughs> andrew are you listening <laughs> uh, yeah so this is my new masturbation tool of choice and i'm happy to learn that everyone got off on this weird family date um but, like, I really do, in all seriousness, I appreciate how close he seems to his mm-hmm. niece. I'm really awkward with kids. I think it's because, like, I'm an only child. Mm-hmm. I'm, like, one of the only kids in my generation. And, like, everyone else is, like, way, way younger than me. So I just didn't really learn how to interact with kids. And um, I also appreciate that about Tasha too. Because interacting yeah. with other people's kids, I mean, like, I'm sure you as a nanny know that, like, you're good at it now, like, you're a profesh, but it mm-hmm. is, like, a weird experience interacting with children that you don't know. Oh, yeah. They'll say some really weird shit. They'll, like, tell you how you're gonna die. They'll just, like, look you in the <laughs> eyes and be like, you're gonna die by, like, a train. And you're like, excuse you? And then they, what they meant is, like, tie, die, train, mm. you know? But, like, it was weird because they looked you in the eyes and they said that. Like, kids are fucking wild. Yes. And I remember when I lived with my old roommate, um, MJ and their their family, like yeah. their kids were super young, like seven and eight at the time, maybe. And there was one time I just like came upstairs and I had wa- I had managed to wash my face the night before, which is truly still a feat I can't accomplish today. <laughs> and I didn't have my eyebrows on. And Bex like he started screaming and he was like, What happened to your eyebrows? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I don't think I've ever felt more insecure in my life than when nope. I was around children. But like, for sure. 
Aaliyah seems really sweet and like old enough to like maybe have a manner or two. Yeah, no, she does seem like that. <laughs> um, but Tasha really likes hanging out um in this portion of the day, and she's like, I know that Brendan wants to be a dad so badly, and seeing him with Aaliyah really just let me see a different part of him. It was cute. It was sweet. <clears throat> Um, in the nighttime portion of the date, Tasha brings up how he failed the lie detector MacBook screensaver test, um, <laughs> which is just still tragic. Um, <laughs> oh, so sad. Daniel immediately um, go, uh, asks Brandon what's up with a... Wait, what was it? Uh, this was a weird scene, right? <laughs> yeah, so like, uh, Tasha brings up that he failed and why, and it was yeah. because like Brandon was unsure about how he felt about her potentially needing his family in, like, a mm-hmm. week. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> if we remember, Brendan is also divorced. Like, this mm-hmm. is a huge step. And if the end goal of the show is to get engaged in two months, if you are already divorced, like, kind of a young person, mm-hmm. and, like, are introducing people to your family, that's probably a little bit bigger of a deal than it would be if you had never been married before or didn't yeah. have, like, this close relationship with kids involved. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that there's something interesting happening in this episode where they're either cutting out a lot of between conversation or just everyone is fucking weird this season. <laughs> because it immediately, like, Tasha's like, oh yeah, uh, he failed this part of the test because he didn't know if he was ready for me to meet his family and I was worried that that meant he wasn't ready to move on from his past relationship and then his brother is just like um do you want to talk to me (laughs) let's Let's go go. talk about this and it's just like okay really unsure about what you're going to talk about here it's not (laughs) obvious at all (laughs) oh my god um Brendan says, I don't want to do this a second time and have a uh, fail a second time. He confesses his brother. Um, He's still longing to start a family of his own. um, Because, I mean, I guess the father, you know, (laughs) was dead and that's a whole thing. (sighs) Um, He tears up talking to his brother and um, about what an amazing father he is and, like, the amazing husband he is and how he wants to be exactly like his brother. And that got me emotional, too. (laughs) Oh, my God. So cute. Yeah, and then, then it was a hard cut to fucking Danielle, uh, Danielle sending with Tasha, and he tries to put some of uh, her fears to rest. He's like, I really believe now that he is ready for marriage. Um, and she loves to hear that. She's like, this made me feel really good, and I can definitely see myself falling in love with him. Yes. Sweet. So sweet. Sweet as hell. We love him. Yeah. Ugh, Zach? I don't know is uh date two Um, oh this date this date i didn't take like a lot of detailed notes on it but i'm really looking forward to talking to you about it because we had a lot of like just (laughs) scared feelings last night i think (laughs) about the family portion of the date um so his his relatives who are on site are his mom beatrice his dad douglas and his brother matthew Mm -hmm. um so zach's from Haddonfield, New Jersey, um, but he planned a date full of New York-themed activities because um, Tasha has expressed interest in moving to the city. Okay. Um, he has, like, this, like, taxi cab made. Like, all- these poor interns, like, really had to, like, do some Etsy shit. Or not Etsy <laughs> shit. Pinterest shit this week. <laughs> um, he starts by making her hail a taxi like a real New Yorker. 
Um, he takes her to a bagel place where apparently blueberries um, are a weird topping, but gummy candies are not. <laughs> and also, I really can't get over, given how much he starts sweating the second he's outside, I need to know the temperature of that cream cheese because I'm not convinced that they didn't have food poisoning later. I mean, pretty much. Um, We have somebody who works on the show that DMs us sometimes, <laughs> and I don't, I don't get much tea, but uh, this individual did say that it was literally 120 degrees. You're and kidding. No, I'm not. And, like, he, they have complained to me a couple times. Not complained, but it, I'll just be, like, kind of back and forth with them. They're like, I really hope you like this season. We literally were, like, dying. Dying. And, and it was really hard for, like, all of the crew. And I was like, hachimachi. So, um, bless these people. I love you and you're braver than the troops. I'm saying it now. <laughs> Completely. Um, yeah, they were sweaty to the point where they thought it was like an okay idea to swim in the Laquita fountain which I guarantee has never been cleaned but was also probably cleaner than Zach's body in that moment because he was sweating so fucking much and also is this supposed to be a friend's reference or were they just dying like hard to say we'll never know Um, when comes time to meet his family, Zach's brother, Matt, pulls his show aside and gets right to the point. Um, he's like, where are you at with Zach in comparison to where you're at with the other three? Which is just like, dude, do you not know what this show's about? Yeah, classic um, question. I'm bored. <laughs> she gives the, you know, expected answer. I'm definitely falling in love with Zach, and I could really see myself marrying Zach. But Matthew points out that that doesn't answer his specific question that he asks. Um, but he also keeps fucking interrupting her all the time, so that's, like, not okay. And that was when you and I started to go, oh, this family might be from the other side. Yeah. Of things. There was just, like, this, like, roller, like, a really mild and intense roller coaster that kept happening, where I was like, ooh, that seems like a microaggression. Ooh, that could go really badly, but then it was, like, down again. Yeah. Um, (laughs) so, like... His dad, um, we were, I think we were the most worried about him because he's the maybe reddest person I've ever seen. Like, if a skin color could tell which party affiliation you were on, he'd be extremely Republican. Um, Yeah, he looks like he owns a football team, and that's never a good sign. Or, like, a a KFC franchise or something. (laughs) (laughs) Um... So he he's trying to talk about how he is from a small town. He starts it off, I think, just, like, really confused about what he's trying to say. Like, he's like, I'm from a small town. I'm not used to this. And then he kind of says something like, I'm okay with you, though. Like, I really like talking to you. I'm just not used to this reality TV nonsense. And that was, like, a moment that we were talk Like, we were just, like... Oh, like I'm okay with you, and then we like took our glasses off and like we're ready to throw them at the wall. But then he was just like, "No, I just don't really understand how like dating multiple people works," and that's fine. I feel. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's um, very re- yeah, it's very reasonable. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he like goes in his little ITM later, and he's like, "I can tell that Zach is smitten with Tasha, and he happens to think that she's a really wonderful person." And then his mom. Looks a little bit like 
a Real Housewives of New Jersey contestant. (laughs) You know, just like the most tan, the most maybe wind out. Um, like the, the bleach blonde that is very specific to people who tan too much. Tana Ann, if you will. If you will. Um, they have a really sweet interaction, uh, like, he and his mom have a really sweet interaction, um, where he tells her that, like, despite what he's told her before, like, he really does want to have a family, he wants Mm -hmm. to have kids, Mm -hmm. um... And he's talking about the impact she's had on his life. It, I mean, like, we know, like, going through addiction is something that's really difficult. And it seems like she was a huge, like, pillar of support for him. Um, and, like, Tasha really loved meeting his family. Like, she mm-hmm. and his mom have a really sweet moment together where she's like, you know, he's never said anything like this to me before. And so, like, even though he doesn't say that to Tasha personally, he's getting it from his mom, who otherwise seems like a... Um, Maybe stern isn't the right word, but just not very, like, forthcoming, you know, like, with showing right. her feelings or something. Um, right. At least from what we saw. Um, but, like, she gets to hear that he's, like, taking this seriously. Yeah. And also, right. he had a really lovely personality at the beginning of this, and I'm really glad we got to see that from him. Yeah. Because all I saw was tennis shoes before. (laughs) (laughs) That post he posted um, yesterday or something like that about how he went and visited his, the the woman he calls his angel who saved him at the bank when he was trying to Mm -hmm. forge his father's check. Um, The photo is really sweet and the caption is really sweet, but he's wearing these fucking like green sneakers. And I'm like, that's all I can see is these sneakers. (laughs) (laughs) Please stop wearing clown shoes. I would really, really be able to... They're the one thing I can't ignore. (laughs) (sighs) And then something we do not want to ignore. It's Ivan's date. This was so sweet. Um, Let's see here. Relatives on site. We have Ivan's mom and his dad. Clarence. Uh, So Ivan introduces the day's activity um, by showing a video of his niece. Uh, (gasps) Chef Kalani. Who um, is preparing a Filipino dish called lumpia. I think our whiteness is going to show a little bit. Mm-hmm. Sorry in advance. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you recall, she was born when his brother was in prison. And he's really stepped up with his family to take care of her. Um, he and Tasha just like... Do some chopping, stirring, frying the lumpy. It looks like an egg roll almost. They look really, really good. Yeah. Um, like just like this fried, delicious, wonderful thing. Um, apparently, the final product was really gross. But <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I stand two queens that can't cook. I'm one of them. <laughs> These are my Same. family. <laughs> We literally asked a question yesterday that was like, what is your favorite frozen Trader Joe's snack? And we were like, we couldn't stop talking. Yeah, we were like, well, I really like the mac and cheese balls and I like the... Mm -hmm. The real answer is the soup dumplings, though. We call them soup dumps in my house. (laughs) They're so fucking good. (laughs) I'm going to have to get some. Mm -hmm. Let's see here. Um... Let's see here. Before he brings Tasha to meet his parents, he explains that his dad has um, 
pulmonary fibrosis, which would put him at a grave danger if he were to catch COVID. Um, like, I I love that his dad could be there, because um, I think he brought really, like, something really special to the conversation with Tasha. but also, yeah. like, damn, this could have been done on Zoom. Like, this is one where I think it would have been, like, smarter to just... Like, not that I don't think his dad deserves to be there or that Ivan doesn't, like, want that support, but holy shit, like, that just, like, hurt to hear a little bit. It really, like, I feel like he, I'm really happy he said it, because, like, I guess I'm surprised the show kept it in, because that's, like, accountability that I don't normally get from the show, but, I mean, that just seems really, like, it might have been bothering him a little bit, and he's like, I'm gonna go ahead and say this. Yeah, and I mean, especially because I don't think... I don't really know how trips like this work on reality shows in general. Like, I know on Survivor they bring in, like, loved ones and stuff, and I think they give them, like, a roster of people mm-hmm. who they'll reach out to later. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, if their number one pick can't come, their number two or number three will come. Yeah. But I'd, I'm curious to know how they went about doing this, and uh, I don't know. I mean, they they, they probably really quarantined the father and everything because i mean tasha knew that ivan was going to be in the top four for a while i feel like um it just had to be they had to do it and it seems like everything's fine so i guess we need to shut our fucking liberal cuck too liberal too liberal i I wonder though do you remember where ivan lives in the like now does he live in the los angeles area like maybe his dad didn't have to fly oh yeah that's true 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 i think he lives in um yeah, 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 the same area, basically. I'm um, fine with that. I guess I was, like, yeah. concerned about him flying. But... No, no, you're right. I think he probably did just drive, so that's great. Um, he says he was really hoping that his niece and his brother could make it. Um, he's pretty sad about it. He's like, my brother, he's, like, the most influential person in my life. And if we remember correctly, yeah, his brother's such a oh, beautiful, beautiful story. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. We find out that so Tisha's also the only person, the second person that... Yeah. second person ever to meet the parents and i kind of get it (laughs) his Mm -hmm. mom is lovely she seems really intense and really really skeptical um uh so like especially because i mean like taisha doesn't know this but earlier chris harrison had told evan that his mom was like really fired up (laughs) and she like immediately pulls taisha into like a one-on-one that's like a what the hell is going on like i don't trust this process kind of a chat which is just like the (laughs) rational response to being a part of anything like this um and like taisha tries to reassure her she doesn't seem super convinced and again that's okay um she also talks to ivan's dad pretty shortly after Mm -hmm. and i like I'm honestly really curious about his mom and his dad's relationship because their energies are so fucking different. But I think I like it, honestly. Yeah. Um, so I mean, he, he kind of reads, like, Ivan and Tasha. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know? Like, his, he's kind of like his dad, and Tasha's very, like, energetic. Yeah. Tasha's like, very, very, like, exuberant and, like, yeah. outspoken. And yeah. Ivan seems, like, a little bit reserved. Um, just in general. Like, I mean, yeah. we don't get to see a whole lot of him, but also... Yeah. I'm also dying at the fact that he was in in their, like, cooking date. He was sweating in an air-conditioned space. Like, that's how hot it was at La Quinta. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so back to Ivan's dad. Um, he reveals that he has also been married um, 
in the past. He said, I got married at the age of 24, and in retrospect, we were too young. Um, And I took my time before I got married again, and that would be something I would encourage you to look at and have that kind of conviction before you think about marriage. Mm -hmm. And then Tasha sort of shares her story also, where she's like, I was also really young. I was 25. Mm -hmm. Um, If you listen to Reality C's podcast, my husband is a piece of shit. (laughs) Um, Just a really bad, terrible person, but also we were young. Um, And after talking with her... um, Ivanstad admits that he's really, really impressed with Tasha. Mm-hmm. How, how can you not be? I know. She's perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, so Ivan is also talking to his mom around the same time, and he, maybe to her, like, <laughs> she seems to be really happy that he doesn't feel like he's ready to get married right now. Um, mm-hmm. But he, do- he does see a path forward for their relationship. And she's like, if she keeps you around, um, (laughs) it's so fucking mean. I like it though. Uh, she was like, regardless of the way I feel and like the way that this process makes me nervous and how much I don't understand it. Um, I trust in you. And like, if you're happy, I'm happy. And that's the bottom line. I'm just like, okay, I'm here for this wholesome family content. And then... Are you ready? Yes. I'm you so do ready. it. You do it. Boo, 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 boo. Surprise, everybody. Gabriel came after all. Like, we got so many ITMs. And he's like, I really wish my brother would come. And then he's just like looking down. And all of a sudden, the door opens to the side. We don't even see Gabe yet. We just know. Like, I just, like, we just, like, we're like, mm-hmm. oh, God. It's happening. It's happening. You see Tasha's face, like, light up. And then she, like, lifts his chin. chin up. So he can see his brother, and I, like, we full- I've got chills right now just thinking about it. Ah! No, it was so good, and he was, like, dressed so well. Like, I had, I was in, like, a migraine coma yesterday, and I was, like, I just, like, woke up, and I was, like, that outfit is everything. <laughs> it's so beautiful. Oh, my God. Uh, Gabriel says, um... That Ivan has demonstrated his love for me as a brother. He's helped guide me, um, and I'm just grateful that I was able to show up and support him in this righteous endeavor, which is a beautiful way to call this experience. I know. <laughs> uh, I would call most of this experience toxic and traumatic, but honestly, good on him. <laughs> righteous endeavor. Maybe that should be the fucking title of this episode. I oh, for real. <laughs> Um, and he, Gabriel says that he can tell that Ivan is glowing. That's so cute. Mm -hmm. Um, he gets choked up talking about how much his, um, his brother has done for him. He says loyal. Oh my God. This is, I mean. This is the best part. (sighs) This is the best part of like the whole day, period. Uh, Completely. Like put this like in the fucking history books. Um, he says this beautiful statement. He says loyalty. That's an action word. He's demonstrated that to me, my whole life, I couldn't see my life without him. It was so good. And it's, like, so, like, profound. Um, mm-hmm. I will say Gabriel is, like, he seems very soft-spoken. Mm-hmm. And, but you can tell that he thinks a lot about what he says and he's, like, very observant. Mm-hmm. And he's only been with them for, like, I don't even know, like, half an hour or something. And he's already just, like, 
poetry in this house. Poetry. I love it. And he, like, really approves of um, Tasha and Ivan together. Mm-hmm. I love it. And also that fit. I'm never <laughs> going to get over it. it. can't believe it. There was, like, something else he said about, like, watering your garden or something. I don't know. I followed him on Instagram. If you want to have his IG, let me know. I can send it to you. He's great. He's beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful man. Oh. Send it to me. <laughs> so now we have the fourth date which i think is going to take a little bit longer to talk about than some of the rest of the dates it's a little bit i mean we're used to the fourth date being a little bit um complicated or Mm -hmm. or longer in in most seasons i think but Mm -hmm. usually it's like the most dramatic one like there's usually like a parent that's really like I don't approve at all. Like, let's let's cancel this. Oh, we had remember Dean and Rachel. Mm-hmm. I think he was the fourth. Mm-hmm. Or just like somebody who's really hesitant, or like they need to show mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. on this date. And I think mm-hmm. I think that's where we're headed. Yep. Um, so Ben's date. Um, we have his sister Madeline and a family friend named Antonia. Who, funny enough, I was looking at her last night, and I was like, I recognize her from something. And she was on Top Chef, and she made it really, really fucking far. <laughs> and I, like, told Andrew that today, and he went, oh, like the way Andrew does that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was yeah. perfect. <laughs> so, Ben is originally from Indiana. Oh, um, okay. I had no idea. <laughs> he doesn't seem like he's from Venice Beach. No, no, true. He does seem a little milk toast, which yeah. is like, yeah, okay, yeah, fair. Um, so heading into the episode, Tasha says she's starting to fall in love with him, mm-hmm. but he hasn't shared where his heart is, and dun dun dun, this is what he has to prove during this date. Uh, clearly, <laughs> she's hoping he'll open up tm 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 more. <laughs> At least we've moved date. on from show up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like at least we're not. Hey, this man is showing up for me. I've never had a man show up for me. Yeah. Now we, it's like, <laughs> we've graduated verbs. Open. Thank you. Um, but I think this is sort of the point where the show starts to foreshadow what will eventually happen. Um, yeah. So earlier in the episode, um, Ben told Chris Harrison that he doesn't know how to cry. He's like, I don't know how to do that emotion. Mm-hmm. Like, even when he's talking about this, he's, like, kind of choking up a little bit, I feel. And he's just like, I just don't know where it's supposed to come from. Um, and, like, for me, like, I feel for Ben. I think that he's a really good guy and a sweetheart. Um, but these are these all seem like deal breakers for Tasha, um, from what I can tell. And also, like, no judgment but it doesn't sound like a person who's ready to be in a serious relationship. Like, you shouldn't have to pull that hard to get a partner to talk to you. I just, I think all of what you said is incredibly valid and true and what I felt last night and still feel. But I did want to, like, briefly, I hope this isn't, basically, I had a follower message us today and said, and this is, it's totally fine, but they're like, what if he is on antidepressants? And I that can affect the way that you can cry 
and be emotional. Sure. And I just thought that was kind of a valid thing to, like, float out there as far, like, because, you know, he's talked about, like, his mental health being really, you know, a big part of, like, his last couple years. And I don't know. I just thought, I thought it was interesting. And I, and I, as somebody who used to be on two different antidepressants at once, um, I resonated with that, you know? Right. I, I, I think I'm like totally on the same page as you. Mm-hmm. But um, we do not know that that's the case. And I'm not, I, I only yeah. say it just as like something to think about as like when we're like judging people about their emotions, you know? I, I don't, I wouldn't argue that I'm like judging someone. Nope. I, I hope you that aren't. this is just like for somebody listening. Like if you feel a way about Ben, mm-hmm. um, as a depressed person. Yeah. I also recognize that, um, someone also doesn't have to deal with what I'm going through if yes. that doesn't work for them. Yes. And, I mean, I think that this show is so rapid and you're dating so many people at once that, like, if you're not getting what you need, like, immediately, like, you're not necessarily having these deep conversations mm-hmm. about, like, mm-hmm. my meds and, like, what mm-hmm. kind of meds I'm on. And I think, again, that's totally valid. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also nope. not something yeah. that she has to necessarily put up with isn't the right word. I don't know how to say that better. Mm, Like, yeah, I mean, just... If you're dating four men and you're getting what you need from three other people and you're Mm -hmm. not getting it from this person, Mm -hmm. I I think there's some validity there. Mm -hmm. Um, I only brought it up because I also think that it it just brought up a, a thing that I think is good for us to think about. Like, we don't know these people all the way, you know? Or I don't know. This is the first time we've ever thought that way, and it scares me. (laughs) (laughs) Truly, again, I'm just, I'm just speaking in, like, I'm just, like, doing a thought experiment and just kind of thinking out loud because it just, it resonated with me, and I thought about it, and I was like, oh, what if? But, again, this is not based on any, like, reality that we know, and no one should, like, this is not something to be speculated about, ultimately. It just was, like... I just, I love, like, when we can have moments where we think about, like, bigger picture issues outside of the show, you know? Oh, I love when two things are true. (laughs) (laughs) You know this about me. (laughs) Um, Where are we? (laughs) Uh, They go on a date. (laughs) Oh, gross. Um, They start off by rollerblading, which I'm not convinced (laughs) either of them know how to do. (laughs) Also, it's so hot. Why are you doing this? Like, I would vomit immediately if it was 120 degrees. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Um, yeah. They go up to a juice bar for a wellness shot, and I am just like, this man is really just trying to take her to his gym, maybe? Mm -hmm. Um, And they go and get their their beautiful portrait done. And Ben's is absolutely 100% accurate, but Tasha sort of looks like she's a character in Kim Kardashian Goes Hollywood game. Yeah, um, I had a couple people say that it looks like Claire. Oh, it does kind of look like Claire. Yikes. <laughs> oh, heavens. Uh-oh. <laughs> Just, like, ambiguous enough. The eyebrows aren't right for Claire, though. Yeah, that's true. It, those are more Tasha's. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, it does look weird and doesn't look like Tasha really, though, either. No. But Ben is accurate, and I'm pretty sure it's just a photo of him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't disagree with you. 
Although they really did him dirty with the teeth, because he still has straight teeth. He just has a crooked smile. <laughs> <laughs> like as the old, as the chief resident of teeth in this franchise, those aren't right. <laughs> I'm very accurately aware of all teeth in this situation. <laughs> This is why nobody cares about me being on an Instagram, because this is all I want to talk about. <laughs> I don't care about being funny. I just want to talk about teeth. <laughs> oh my God, oh, so okay, this is so... something I wanted to bring up. Um, yeah. In the evening portion, we mm-hmm. find out that Ben's parents weren't able to come because his dad is a doctor. And, you know, there's a fucking pandemic going on. And Boop-boop. I'm like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Also, <laughs> why would you bring Ivan's dad here when he is high risk? That yeah. seems very unwise. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, he's like thrilled to see his sister and um, Antonia, who seem to be like part of his direct support system. Um, his sister Madeline assures Tasha that even though Ben is guarded, he's not hiding anything from her. Mm-hmm. Uh, even that you think he's this jock, he's really is very sensitive. And I'm like, nobody saw that today. We saw him roller blade and it was nothing um it also seems like she's like trying out for a spot on the show she's like very animated about it and i think maybe she's a fan and i was thinking about how we would be if we got to like meet Tasha and just like as a family member and we yeah. just like spill <laughs> hi i don't so. have anything to say about them i just <laughs> your hair is beautiful <laughs> your teeth your teeth <laughs> But the big question of the night really is, is he in love with Tasha? Ta-da! Um, so he's talking to um, Antonia, and he's like, I have the strongest feelings I've ever had for a person for her. Um, but love is, like, a scary word. And Antonia's like, you fucking idiot, pussy, little bitch. Shut <laughs> up. You are obviously in love with her. And then he does this thing where he's like, oh, I am in love with her. And then he makes that, like, goofy, like, Ben face where he's like, oh? Like, I don't I don't know how to describe it in GIF form, but... Well, you put a picture of Dr. Phil being flabbergasted in the notes, and so I think that's pretty <laughs> uh, spot on for the moment. Literally, he's like, that's wild. Like, he had never even considered it before. I'm like, sir, like, you have a week left. You've never considered... Are you okay? Are you okay? What's going you on? Sweet dumbass. <laughs> Which is what you said last night. Um, yeah, also, justice for Ben's sister, who is like literally his favorite person in the world, but we do not get to see their conversation that they clearly had, which was like really, I don't know. But part of me was also kind of happy in the end because I don't necessarily need to see this really like sensitive subject matter because I feel like at some point, as I said last night, he's going to have to tell her that he told Taisha about the suicide before her and I was like I don't need to see that conversation it seems way too private for me but yeah. we could have had some kind of conversation with his sister even if she was just like oh my god Tasha then we <laughs> both could have been like oh my god yes <laughs> um, so Ben is given uh, given this new uh, found confidence that he loves Tasha um, he professes that by saying I uh, I feel uh, so good about like uh, the way that this is, so it's so easy, and yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Truly, I had one of the worst job interviews of my life. 
I got through, like, the fourth round, despite doing very poorly. Like, <laughs> I'm very self-critical, but even I didn't fuck up like that. Like, <laughs> that's an enormous fuck up. <laughs> like, it's, I don't know. It sucked to watch, but um, we see these four guys go home, which is honestly, like, the tightest top four I think I've ever seen, like, I think it was one of the first top fours we've struggled with for a little while. Like, Mm -hmm. ultimately, I think we guessed either Ben or Zach would go home. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And I think it's just because we like Zach a little bit less. Like, we like him, but... Yeah, we like him. There's nothing wrong with him, but I was just like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, he seems kind of just middle of the road for me. And and then Ben, obviously, because of this whole, like, he didn't say I love you thing um but we didn't know what was gonna happen it was actually genuinely like (gasps) yeah no we got like scared 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 um so like right before the rose ceremony ben is just like i'm incredibly uncomfortable i'm super nervous my heart rate's never been higher i just my brain couldn't work in true ben fashion i just blew it and i'm like honey Ooh, mental illness squad, here for you, honey. Yeah, we get it. <laughs> um, and it's also, like, it sucks to say, but this is also a three-month-long competition. My sweet dove, we're not all meant for this shit. You know? <laughs> um, <sighs> walk us through it, baby. Well, as as it became more evident, as she like she gave um, Ivan the rose, and she gives um, Zach the rose, and then we were like, Ugh! we all then had, that, we all yeah. peed our pants last night. Yeah, we, we all peed like, our pants. <laughs> Tiny head can't go home. <laughs> but like I knew in my heart he wasn't, so I was just like, just as we expected, Ben does not get the rose this week. Um, yeah, unfortunately, like his inability to express himself cost him the rose. Um, Tasha walks him out and to say goodbye and to be honest, um, really seems like she's um, hoping that they will like give her another reason to change his mind. And and Ben feels so ill-equipped to discuss his feelings for her openly that he essentially just shuts down completely again. Like I watched the scene again over in a clip and he just is like, I don't, I'm not sure what to say. Um, I would have liked it to go a different way, but it is what it is. And I'll be all right, and I'll always be all right. And this is not at all com- comparison, but, like, Victoria Fascist said that on her way out. She was already in the limo, oh. but she was like, it is what it is. And I was like, ooh, that's such a weird thing to say. I I, I, I think that's, like, something you'd say, like, to your friends and family. Like, when you get home, you're like, it is what it is. It worked out. It didn't work out. But yeah. it's not a great look on TV. I'm not saying Ben should be faulted for that. No, but. I think, too, like, there's a different energy from Victoria saying it to the way yes. that, like, Ben said it, for sure. Yes, of course. 100%, um, yeah. It, but, just, it just hit me like, ugh. Oh, I know. I think, too, um, excuse me, um, I think he's sort of, maybe he thinks that, like, by being vague, he's, like, protecting her from like having like hurt feelings like she made a choice there's like Mm -hmm. three other really good guys there Mm -hmm. but you can see him in the limo ride going away like did i not say it soon enough like he's like freaking out and like he's just trying to balance all these thoughts in his head like as he's talking to her without making her feel like shit for Mm -hmm. 
eliminating him and like Mm -hmm. so often I don't know if he like watches The Bachelor but like so often people do these like they try to like milk it like right at the end when it's already too late and so like Mm -hmm. maybe he's gathered it's already too late and is just Mm -hmm. trying to not make her feel bad but it ends up sort of backfiring Mm -hmm. and making it worse because she's like the fact that he couldn't show me like an ounce of emotion was extremely disappointing he wasn't angry, he wasn't mad, he wasn't sad, it kind of felt empty. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's, meanwhile, like, in the limo saying, like, I should have told her when I had the chance. Uh, maybe she loved me and she thought I didn't love her back. So it's, like, really hard to, like, balance, like, what is the kind thing to do and what is the honest thing to do and what you should do. Like, because all of those are very different things that can have different outcomes. You're so right. I really am resonating with what you're saying. Yeah, like, it is clear that he, I felt that, like, he was trying to be nice and gentle and not a fucking jerk, which is like, thank you. Like, this Rare. Is the, the, this is the what? best top four ever. Like, all of these men would have said the same thing, probably, you know? Mm-hmm. And, but, but it did hit differently because it, it did look like he was just, like, not even upset. Yeah. You know? To, to Taisha, like, I, I feel like, you know, the audience at home sees things a little differently because we yeah. have more context clues than the lead does in some ways because we see more behind the moments. We see the conversation with yeah. his friend, you know. So, yeah. And, like, yeah. back to that conversation about, you know, like, mental illness potentially, like, being a factor in that. Like, mm-hmm. I, I do think that, like, I'm speaking for myself here, like, as a, like, depressed, like, probably, like, ADHD person like I Mm -hmm. think a lot about except for when I'm on this podcast I think a lot about like (laughs) um how people like might feel before I like communicate or I'm very very rash and I don't like how it feels when I'm rash Mm -hmm. so like I think um I I can imagine that sometimes it's very difficult to communicate with me because I think I do shut down sometimes so I can think for longer about what I want to say and yes. he didn't have yes. the opportunity to do that like to think mm-hmm. about like what he wanted to say to her how to process mm-hmm. his feelings mm-hmm. um and like tell give her like an honest answer because mm-hmm. I think we're used to like almost like quieting ourselves a little bit because we know that we can very easily hurt people yes um and so sometimes I think that can come off as, like, me being aloof or, like, me uh-huh. not making eye contact or uh-huh. just, you know, saying, like, oh, it's fine. Like, that doesn't bother me. Yeah. Um, and then it, like, coming out later when I've Oof. had time to process and think about it. So uh-huh. I think lots of things can be true. I can understand why she's feeling that way, and I can also uh-huh. understand his reaction. Uh-huh. Um, like, what else is he su- supposed to do, really? I mean, like... I, I told you that I felt a little bit uncomfortable about how Riley reacted to going home, I think, yes. because at play, like, there was emotion there, but it was very, like, what did I do wrong? And that, yes. that emotion just makes, this is me speaking personally, just would make me very uncomfortable. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, like, there's I mean, no desirable response here, no, but it clearly really is. Yeah. It clearly wasn't what Taisha was hoping would happen for this week. And it's sad because he, like, admitted all of these things and was, like, getting ready to build up to it. And it mm-hmm. just wasn't the right time. Do you do you think 
he's gonna come back. Yeah, unfortunately. I didn't last night. I, I, I don't mean unfortunately. I, I'm fine with it, I guess, ultimately. Um, but I didn't think that last night, and then uh, many point people have pointed out that the preview that they showed us during Monday's episode shows a scene where he is that they that we didn't see last night <laughs> and, and where in which she actually says he is in love with her um mm-hmm. and then there's a whole thing where she's like talking to a producer and she's mad and it's it's like oh he might come back um i'm i guess i'm excited for that either way i mean i like the final three we have i bet i don't dislike ben either i don't know i'm confused i'm confused i'm tired too because like this is we have two more episodes that we have to do and like breakneck fashion and I'm like and, and I love Ben and I love him and he's nice and wonderful and I hope he can be a future bachelor one day but like mm-hmm. I don't know if I need to like do this again you know like I just kind of want to like move on and hope that she picks Tiny Head or Ivan like that's all yeah <laughs> for real <laughs> once again not to talk about how tired we are all the time but <laughs> it was a lot of work. It's a lot of work. <laughs> but yeah, I uh, I guess stay tuned for that. I don't know. I mean, they've been showing us some really weird ass shit in the previews that just are like, yeah, if you're I not just paying attention. <laughs> I feel like she just cries in two more different dresses. So <laughs> something something wicked this way comes. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Pay attention to the dresses, y'all. <laughs> That's how you know. That's so how you fucking know. Um, yeah, and then, yeah, the preview looks wild. We don't, I don't know. We get fantasy suites on Monday, and then we get the finale on Tuesday. Um, and I imagine it'll be basically three hours, three hours of content, one hour of, um, after the final rose, which I imagine we'll see Ben. We'll see all of the top four probably. I don't know. They usually don't like to give. They give time to only a few of the people, but. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't imagine they won't give time to Ben because of his, like, I mean, the experience yeah, that he went through. Yeah, so. because he got big Bachelor edit energy yeah, 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 on yeah, this yeah. episode. Yeah, major. <sighs> so, something's gonna happen. Um, and we're excited, kind of, and also tired, but we're also excited. Jenna was crying when she said that. We're excited. <laughs> we're excited. We're exhausted. Um, <laughs> but I think we're gonna try to do something similar that we did last week, like... Maybe we'll do a live on Monday, um, mm-hmm. or we can just do a longer episode on Tuesday. But we'll keep you updated either way. I think it depends on yeah. the mental health yeah. state. <laughs> For me. Okay, this is a great, actually, so this is a great lead out, because basically we had one of our followers message us today a voicemail that is hilarious. Um, also, side note before we get to the final thing we'll do, um... Uh, if you're new to Date Her Pod or just as a general reminder, Danica and I leave like the end of our podcast as like a space to like share recordings of um, thoughts and feelings of BIPOC viewers, queer viewers, kind of just anyone who doesn't normally get the like, you know, space to just say what they need to say about this franchise. Um, so the information's on our Instagram. If you want to send in a voice recording, you can talk about the franchise. You can talk about the episode. You can talk whatever. We have one at the end of the episode that we're going to attach. And I'm really grateful and thankful for it. It's really sweet and cute. Um, but back to the earlier shitty thing about mental health and the, how tired we are. Um, we have a beautiful fan that was like, 
who also kind of feels the same in a lot of ways, and I think that she's also tired, but um, she sent us this voicemail. I really want you to hear this, Danica. Mm-hmm. It's going to be beautiful. I'm wine drunk, and I don't know if you can hear me, but why is the episode not out? Honestly, my mental health is compromised when I don't listen to Day Con Pod. Day Con Pod. Day Con Pod. Um, oh who was God. that? <laughs> this um beautiful um Cray Queen on Instagram and on uh, Twitter. They are Drama Queen. Um, I'll tag them. <laughs> I fucking love that so much for, I mean, a thousand reasons, because I think that's also why I had a migraine yesterday and threw up after the episode. <laughs> so um, we're on the same page. This podcast does wonders for your mental health, and it also destroys it. So... <laughs> If I don't get to listen to myself talk at least twice a week, I'll, I will die. <laughs> Same. Um, I really want all of our fans to just, like, send us messages like that. Where they're like, my mental health suffers <laughs> when we don't have you on. So, yeah, we're going to do two... We're going to do two episodes wrapped up in one episode next week with maybe a live, but that's that's going to be how it is. Um, we love you. <laughs> and then we get one week off. <laughs> not Please. even. Not no. even really. Do we not? We have to, like, record the bios at some point. No. Okay. Yeah, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> My final answer is no. <laughs> you can find a new host. <laughs> You can go guest on another pod. I'm too tired. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm looking forward to reviewing the women. Reviewing the women is always fun. It is always fun. It is good. Um, but yeah, with that, uh, we fucking love you guys. And <laughs> get some sleep. Everyone sleep. Danica, go to bed. <laughs> Hi, my name is Natalie. <laughs> I'm so excited um, to get this opportunity. I thought I'd just record something quickly. Um, I, first off, love. I'm in love with this season of The Bachelorette. I love Taisha so much. I think she's, like, literally the best lead. And um, this last episode was, like, so heartbreaking. I think Ben is coming back. I definitely think he's coming back because of that clip where Tasha's like, what do I do with that? And I think that the thing the that that she's talking about is um, Ben coming back and admitting he's in love with her. And I feel like then Ivan's going to go home and then um, Ben's just going to come back or something like that. That's my theory. I was so heartbroken after, well, like, honestly, after Ben didn't say that he was falling in love, like, Taisha can't pull everything out of you, you know what I mean? Like, she's, she wants him to open up to her, she wants all of this stuff, and, like, if he's not going to, like, I don't know, it's just... 
that sucks for you, Ben. Um, and you made up a, such a good point where you were like, that's why ben, ben has been like, I love you on his Instagram like 5,000 times. And it all makes sense now. He finally learned how to say I love you. And I think he definitely regrets a lot of his like hesitation and like of saying and opening opening up about love on the show I he's definitely giving off major single energy so I don't think him and Tasha end up working out I kind of have a theory that Tasha ends up with um what is it? Brendan Tasha's gonna end up with Brendan that's my like guess and yeah that's what I think I'm obsessed with this season I think it's so great I'm so sad to hear that Matt is a Republican that's that's sad that's scary and concerning (laughs) and um yeah thank you for having me (laughs) um my Instagram is n-a-t-z like Nat's disco that's disco and yeah thank you so much for this opportunity (laughs) bye guys thank you for listening to Descartes pod make sure you're following us on social media on instagram we are Descartes pod on twitter we are Descartes podcast you can email us at Descartes the podcast at gmail and make sure you're following your hosts danica is at drunk feminist on instagram And Jenna is Jenna with a smile. Make sure you are subscribed to us on iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. Hey, leave us a review. This is the final podcast tonight. When you are ready. Hello, my name is Kaya. And I'm Marissa. And this is Well, Well, Why Not? Not. Join us every Monday as we discuss movies, science, technology, history. Sometimes I think about all the different things we talk about. And not even categories. Because you know what? We're geeky. We're nerdy. So like every millennial, we started a podcast. Because that's what we need. More podcasts. Absolutely. Join us every Monday and listen to Well, Why Not? A podcast because. Just because. Just just really because we had this microphone. Well, why not? <laughs> For more podcasts like the one you just listened to, go to SoBelowMedia.com. This, this is As Above, So Below.